Hey, 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 this is Stixie Records of the Stixie Record Label Podcast. Things are going to be running a little bit differently today. This is Jared Evan. Uh, you might recognize me from the first episode. This is season one, episode 11, the season finale. We have Woo! everybody here. Woo! We've got Kirk, we've got Chris, we've got Lucas, and we have Rena. What's good? Hi. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, the, so, a little kind of going down the line of things being different. Uh, instead of Lot 67 sponsoring today, we have Sticky's Cabana sponsoring go. us this time. Chris, tell us a little bit about the Cabana. Well, I'll tell you what. The Cabana is located four and a half miles outside of Columbia in between Creasy Springs and O'Neill Road on Sycamore Hills. Uh, it's an outdoor music venue uh, where we have beer. Beer's good. Beer's, um, beer is good. Beer is great. Uh, it's, got full, it's full of vitamin P. Um, but yeah, but we also, uh, you know, we, we, we cater to eclectic, uh, musicians. We, anybody's welcome by any means. Uh, we have our grand opening May 15th where Kirk and Jared. With in, Need Bale. Yep. There you go. Need Bale are, uh, the headlining show with John John and Driving Morningstar, uh, opening. Josh Racker's there with Driving Morningstar. Well, I mean, like you said, it is an, ec- an eclectic venue. With ec- yeah. I mean, I was talking with Rena the other yeah. day, being like, what would, what kind of genre would you call Need Bale? She was like, well, alt-punk, maybe? Maybe. Like alternative punk. A little classic. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, some pretty eclectic stuff right there. There's a wide variety of artists that are playing, so I'm looking forward to seeing each one. Yeah, like from style. country to your guys' punk stuff. Like, and then we also have a punk band out of uh, the lake that's interested in coming up here. Excellent. That five inch flaccid. Five inch flaccid. Yeah. <laughs> those guys are those, awesome. Yeah, those are yeah. some pretty cool guys. And Actually, then uh, we've got blues coming up. Yeah, we've, and we've got country out of Kirksville coming and country from Jeff City and Big Things. What oh, about man. karaoke? Are we doing like karaoke and stuff? Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about that. Karaoke and open mic for sure. I, open oh, mic yeah. will bring in once again with uh my other hat that I wear with the label. Yeah. Absolutely. I get to uh be able to see what's out there. You know? So I gotta know though, and I'm pretty sure the listeners might want to know too. Like, what was the biggest inspiration behind starting all of this? I know for me, it was more or less just being connected, being a part of the label, seeing some of the bright future with it, just wanting to be a part. But what, what, what was it that got you started with Sticky Cabana? Yeah, basically. What got um, this ball rolling? You know, here's the main thing. Last year sucked. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, <laughs> you know, not being able to get musicians doing what I like to do, getting musicians into shows. And, you know, so it allowed us, you know, by us starting an outdoor venue, uh, you know, people, the chance that didn't get to play or don't get opportunities to play at other venues, a place to play. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that that was one of the big missions that uh, that caught my eye when we started talking about me getting on your label. Yeah. Was that just giving starving artists and musicians a chance to actually make something and get successful? Uh, kind of on that line, we got Lucas with us, and he's pretty cool. He he does a lot of our sound stuff with Lot Sixty Seven Studios and has made some. Uh, I guess you would call it like dark EDM or something along those lines. A little bit. I haven't really dabbled a whole lot into it but 
Yeah, and he's also uh, our graphics designer <clears throat> with the label. So with the label and the cabana. Yep. So with that being said, do you think we'll end up with anything like industrial or EDM out here at any point? So with the with the industrial, yeah, driving the Morningstar, uh, the guy that's opening for you guys May 15th is yeah. industrial. Yep. Excellent. Uh, Hell yeah. So Looking there you go there. Industrial heavy, you know, at the same time. EDM, funny you said that. I was, at, like work, I was at work music. tonight. Customer comes in, talking to him a little bit about everything. Uh-huh. He's like, are you guys into EDM? And I'm like, you know, funny you ask that. Yeah. Yes, I am. You know, we, we, we're interested in everything. I said, I, I, I tell you what, doof, you know, I can do anything but mumble rap. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, there, I think all of us between just... Well, everybody here. I think like everybody is... here just listens to such a variety of music that nothing is really out of the out of the question unless unless we just don't like it, you know. And that's just the way the industry works. Yeah. But, uh, if we don't like it, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, the way I look at music is not not all the time do I like everything I hear, but I know that it'll sell. And I know what the majority of people like. It may not be my cup of shit, but at the same time, you know, it's not a cup of tea, it's a cup of shit. It's somebody else's. It's somebody else's. And that's what sells. And, uh, you know, and, and that's how you get, you bring people in, into the seats and, you, and you make presence, money. and respect, you, that yeah. kind of thing. As long as you're a good person, yeah. it doesn't matter what kind of music you do. Let them play. That's my thing. Let them play. And that's the whole, that's the whole thing behind Sticky's Cabana for me was to just let them play. You know, let's all just have a good time. Yeah, man. we're looking forward. To, we got some pretty good shows lined up already. Oh I mean, yeah, he's I mean, even given me an opportunity to get my artwork out there. Yes. I'm not even a musician. I I paint, I draw, that kind of thing, and he's even helped me get my work out there. So yeah. he's really everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's Rome wasn't built in a day, right? That's all true. Piece yeah. by piece, put it all together. Sticky's Cabana was though. No, <laughs> <laughs> man. When that bar fell down, yeah. Oh, uh, that was some the windstorm. Mm, that was so bad. Uh, I didn't want want to pick it back up. So I just wanted to beat it to shreds. Set it on fire. Yeah. Fell in the fire pit. Anyway. So you guys Screw will it. see in in the photos and stuff on Sticky's Cabana on Facebook. You know the bar. Looks like a glorified lemonade stand. Just add vodka, you know. Um, you there's, know, and there's some more we're building out on here. We're eventually going to have an outdoor bathroom for everybody to use. Sticky shit shack. Right now, right now we have some grills, so we will be serving food, kind of just general like barbecue bar food. But we've got one of the best cooks in Mid Missouri to help us with that. With Kirk, you know, yeah, I, I throw down a little bit, and if there's meat to smoke, we can do that. And if we there's have food a smoker, to be, uh, man, I'm I'm looking forward to getting stuck into it. Yeah, so. you, yeah, you're going to be absolutely. I'll be like, Kirk, it's your turn to play. I can't. I've got food on. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody's got to watch this burger, damn yeah. it. Like, <laughs> well, I was wondering, where else do you say? Like, what if you were to like expand? Have you ever thought about expanding or just putting more? Uh, just like uh, the future plan. Yeah. Where, where does that lead you? So, uh, talk to me about that. Yeah, the future plan behind the cabana, basically. Yeah, yeah. What, okay, so the future plan behind that. Uh, directly behind me, there's 88 acres, and the guy's been, you know, throwing around the idea of selling the property. Okay. And, you know, I would love 
to have uh, 88 acres. I mean, right. <laughs> for multiple reasons. Me too. Um, but, you know, we could. I really want to throw a, a, an actual brick and mortar out there. Excellent. And, uh, you know, we can have an indoor and an outdoor ball, uh, venue at the same time. Absolutely. We can still have the cabana. And for that matter, we can have two stages. I don't care. Of we can course. have the one we've already got. And this one, yeah. let's turn it into a festival. Yeah. You know, I mean, EDMs across the field. On yeah, the other side. absolutely. <laughs> the raves over there and the honky tonks over here. That's right. <laughs> you know, and if we can, if we can turn around and do that, we will have a separate address for each venue. That's cool. So that would know. be absolutely astounding. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, I'm truly excited to be a part of it, and I can't wait to see where it all goes. And if it doesn't yeah. happen there, I'm sure we can find somewhere to throw up. You know, a. Uh, brick and mortar i mean out in the country that's the whole main goal because you you come away from the city you get away from the city you come out and you listen to music and you enjoy the outdoors yeah one of the questions i had was that i know that there's a lot of other venues here in columbia we've got rose music hall we've got the blue note um cafe berlin some other places that host live music um, how do you see the business moving forward with some of the other venues? Like, do you see yourself trying to link up and partner with some of them, or do you see them as more like competition? No, you know, never competition, but at the same time, maybe link up with them, you know, maybe at some point. Nothing nothing against them, but unfortunately, they're in the city, and they have different rules to follow. This is very true. You know, uh, we're in the county, so, yeah. you know, we... <laughs> We can get away with a whole lot more out here, and that's kind of the way noise, I want to keep it. A lot more party. You know, a lot more, more, more party scene, you know, more or less. Uh, you know, we still have to follow a bit of a noise ordinance. We do have neighbors fairly close by, you know. And, right. You know, one's eh, a little on the iffy side, you know, but, <laughs> but that's It'll besides the point. It'll still give you that feel like you're going, like, like you're a kid at a bonfire. Yeah. Getting, like... How far away is the iffy neighbor? Oh, not far. <laughs> a stone's throw. Kind uh, yeah, of pretty much. Uh, but far but enough to be a neighbor. The way the, <laughs> yeah, the way the stage was built was uh, it was built to amplify the sound away from his place. Excellent. So that that really helps. And you know, uh, during the wedding last weekend, I I walked kind of in by, or not it wasn't at the wedding it was uh the other day when you guys were out practicing out yeah, here yeah. I, I come in from the backside. just wanted to hear how loud it was wasn't too bad nice. oh, okay. no, it wasn't too bad from behind well that that's good that, that we're uh controlling the decibel rate a little yeah. bit so you know out in front a whole lot different different story but behind sure. yeah, you know why wasn't too bad so we've been talking about the cabana a lot which is exciting because it's it's a venue and it's our venue so that's yeah. exciting to talk about let's but let's talk about the label how old's the label it's a young young label man uh three years that's it three so years so old it's, it's still getting off the ground it is it is and it's really this year i last year i would say 2020 is where i really started gaining ground um i do see that uh Let's see, 2019, I had, I don't know, three or four artists. I have 10 now, you know? Yeah, that's that's some substantial growth. I mean, in one year, that's that's a lot of new artists. I've lost a few and gained more, you know? I mean, who was the first artist you had? The very first artist that I had with my label. Oh, my goodness, really? You're going to make me think like that? (laughs) Don't date yourself or anything. Man, who was my first artist? Um, my first signed artist managerial, she made Christmas, man. 
Uh, Got him. Three years yeah. is so long. Yeah, well, it is, <laughs> it is whenever we, so much going on. Well, so that, much going on. That's how it is in the industry, um, too. It's a, it, I'm wanting to pull a couple names off the top of my head. Uh, Trenton, uh, Trenton, Trenton, Trenton was one um, that was out there. Uh, Robert Etheridge. I remember Robert. Yeah, Robert was, was on the label when I first showed up. Yeah, uh, Jessica Carter. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Jessica was all right. I yeah. remember Jessica. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't managerial. She was more booking. Right on. Um, you know, I've had a few that are more booking than managerial. More booking happens more than managerial. Well, I mean, then too, like in the in the day and age we live in, so many people are just so sketched out by labels because of all the bad deals and bad contracts that have happened. They are. Um, and I mean, I can't necessarily like say that I wouldn't have a little bit of anxiety when I first signed a contract too. Sure. But I mean, there's a lot of a lot to be said with the kind of trust that we have, and yeah. I know that you've done really really well with me and, yeah. and try uh, to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never had a manager that I liked before, but you're yeah. also my first manager. For well, there you, so. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But yeah, the, the difference between me and other labels is, uh, you know, other labels ask for money from their artists to hold back to so they can release their music and release this and release that and 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 basically use it as bail money, I think, in case they go to jail. Um, but you know, or whatever, you know, who knows? So where that's we why we in. ended up with the name. That's yeah. We because come. our label didn't give us the bail money. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> but no. Uh, so so with mine, I just throw it out there. Look, I just take ten percent of pretty much everything, and uh, you know, from you know any revenue that comes in. It's a hell of a deal. You know, no money up front, nothing. You guys basically. I, I do the work. You guys do the work. I like artists that work for it, you know, yeah. that actually work for it, um, you know, and that's what it's after. And then when you guys cut albums, EPs, and stuff, as you know already, yeah. I, I load it up and send it out to 48 different online platforms. I, I've and, seen it here and there. Yeah. Like, yeah. here and there in places that I haven't put it. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, what do you plan, any plans for releasing anything in the near future? I know Need Bail needs some more time. And yeah. I know mm-hmm. that myself, Jared Evan, I just released Weathered last March. Yeah. Um, do you have anybody else who's talking about doing any releases or writing mm, anything? Not right now, as far as any releases go. I haven't heard anybody else say anything yet, but it's young. The, the year is young. It, year it is, is young. only April, and yeah. it's the end of April at that. Yeah, That's the fine. year is young, so... Definitely have it out there, you know, to offer. So there it is. Yeah. There seems to be people biting. Oh yeah. Time, oh yeah. I mean? And I'm we're constantly getting people that'll contact me and say, hey, you know, you know, you interested, you know. It's a revolving door, I would assume, because just as one goes out and is not okay, another one. Oh will yeah. Go in, so. It is. It is. Absolutely. I lost a couple musicians last year due to some stupid factors. Yeah. Um, but you know, it it happens. And that's that's okay though. Drama is just a part of life. It is. That's okay. And where I lost two, I gained like six. So <laughs> right. Mean, right, right. So you ask everybody. You asked me. You asked yeah. Kirk. You asked Lucas. You asked Rena. You asked Phil. Luke. I'm sure. Tell us a story from your childhood. Oh shit. Uh, just see. something funny that happened to you. Yeah. Something <laughs> funny that happened to me in my childhood. Okay. So. So growing up, I grew up down in southern Missouri, mm-hmm. 
and I'm sure the accent doesn't give away anything. No, no, no I thought you were from Michigan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <A>. <laughs> good accent, yeah. eh? Yeah, good accent, eh? You know, when there's a mouse running in the house, I say there's a moose, a boot, a hoose. Oh. You mean you're not yeah. a hooper? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you should yeah. show the podcast your professional voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll do that here in a moment, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> funny story, funny story. Um, so, uh, you know, I lived down in southern Missouri, uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, and stuff throughout growing up, and, uh, you know, down there in the southern part of the of the states there, you don't get a whole lot of snow, so when we did get snow, man, as a kid, you jump out and you want to go sled riding. You have to get out and go sled riding. Yes. Well, I lived out in the country, man, and there's... There was a few, there was a few nice hills around there, but the biggest hill was from the neighbor's house. Bill Party was his name, and uh, had a great big hill. You go down one, you you go down another hill, and then you hit a flat spot, and you go down a great big hill, and you come out across my grandparents' sewage lagoon. It's frozen solid, you know. Okay. So, I get up on that hill and I take off, man. Boom, man, gone. You know, like a speeding bullet, man, will come flying down through them hills. I'm hitting air on a couple of them, you know, because we had, we had a little bit of snow. We had quite a bit of snow yeah. and stuff. Now, get out of the way out across that sewage lagoon, and it gets all the way out in the middle, and that sucker's just a spinning, that, uh, uh. that, uh, that sled just a spinning. Now, here. Oh, no. Sploosh! Uh, into what? the sewage. And, yeah, into the sewage lagoon I go. You know, so... The sewage lagoon's not too deep, thank God. You know, it was only like waist level. Right. Had a lot of brown trout around me that little day. Little brown trout, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah, they that's that's a bad one there. Yeah. Might yeah. only be waist high, but that's still a waist high full of shit that, that I was nasty E. coli dream. <laughs> My Sounds brother like kind of had a it similar was. situation when I was growing up, where it was winter and like the lagoon that that we had was connected to everybody's sewage. And so we're we're like testing the ice and throwing stuff at it. Well, Caleb wasn't even on on the ice or in the water. He was standing on a rock that that was sloping into it, and he lost his footing and slid because there was ice everywhere and oh, just no. psh, right oh. into the lagoon. Oh, oh. into the shithole. It yeah. was a situation. It was a situation. <laughs> Definitely. You know, so you want to hear the. Uh, professional radio voice. Tell us yeah, how you change the oil in your car. Oh, yes. So, my <laughs> wife told me a little, asked me one time, she says, can you speak without being Southern? And I'm like, man, baby, I don't know. You know, that's tough as hell. You know, I, I, I was raised Southern. You know, how am I going to speak? You know, like that. She says, all right, just say, can you, can you, I, I changed the oil in my car. You know, so I'm like, all right, bet. So, all right, here we go. I changed the oil in my car. <laughs> yeah, so I have to Can't slow it down, it. and it's hard. It's hard to lose that accent. Is, yeah. is it hard or hard? Hard. <laughs> it's, like, it's like my son-in-law, and son-in-law says all the time, I say, I gotta go wash the car. So he That's goes, is right. that with an R or That's not? Right. You know? I mean, Pretty sure you were from Missouri. Missouri. That's <laughs> Missouri. Yeah. I think they did like a, a survey a few years ago where they did a survey on on all of the Missouri residents that believed it was either Missouri or Missouri. Yeah. And like 75% of people here said it was supposed to be Missouri. So yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to know who were the rednecks to say Missouri. It wasn't me, <laughs> I swear. My dad's from Dexter, Missouri. He said Missouri all the time. Yeah, Missouri. That's yeah. a little south of us, though. Yeah, isn't Dexter. It? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a lot of South. Yeah, down lot. by Lebanon. And yeah, oh, yeah. South and Lebanon. Yeah. So <laughs> you get asked a lot of music questions, yeah. that side of art. Um, what are some of your favorite artists when it comes to painting or drawing or oh, comic book art even? Holy crap. You know, uh, I don't know if I'll know names or not. Um, well, I guess I guess I do a little bit. So before I before I did anything with the with the record label and all that, I owned a landscape company, and I liked Picasso, okay, because he was abstract mm-hmm. and everything. So I used my whenever I would talk about my landscaping, I'd say, you know, it's kind of like a Picasso. It's a little abstract. I can't go in a straight line, you know. And we got to keep. <laughs> You know, we, we want to have want to be different. You want to stand out, you know. And so mm-hmm. that's where it is. And it kind of falls into the same boat with me with the label now. I want to stand out. I'm a Picasso. You know? Right. Picasso in the music just, just don't yeah. eat the yellow paint. That's don't. Right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So Picasso would be one. Um, I, you know, I do like, uh, I like anything, any kind of landscape, country scenery stuff. Um, you know, it's just something about it. I don't know. It's because it's like, Bob hey, I've Ross. been there. Bob Ross, yes. Bob Ross, yes. Yeah, he was a big yeah, landscape Ross. Art, art. I was around a lot as a kid. My my dad uh, does freestanding uh, rock walls yeah. and uh, uh, waterfalls and stuff. Me and Lucas used to help him build waterfalls and that kind of thing. And, and just the way that that his brain works or any, like, rock stackers brain works just watching them stack these rocks and everything is crazy it is it is and it's It's an art it's art in and of itself it is it it really is you know i owned a landscape company for 16 years and talking about rock walls and and stuff i've done some massive rock walls in my Mm. life and (laughs) and it's it's great it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun satisfying very you know, because you, you take a picture before, and then you take a picture after, and you step back, and you're like, holy shit, I did that. Right. That's, yeah. that's kind of how I felt about the bar. Yeah. Like, right, yeah. It, it was like one week it was there, and two weeks later, it, 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 yeah. it, it got blown over. Yeah. <laughs> 75 mile an hour wind. Yeah. On the art note, I always had like a, a bunch of Dolly paintings in my apartment. Yes. Like Salvador Dolly. Salvador Dolly, N.C. Escher. Yeah. yeah. And that's about as average abstract you could get so you got clocks like floating mm-hmm. into the, the water <laughs> and, and warhol kind of reminds yeah. me of a uh, you know rainbow gathering i went to once man <laughs> i don't remember yeah, I know the, the rainbow the gatherings clock paintings are some of my favorite paintings my favorite ones were the the swans on top of the water that in reverse in the reflection they look like elephants yes or maybe it was vice yes versa. yes my uh my dad has that one hanging up in yeah. his basement like that's one of my, one of my favorites, favorites. So I gotta know, do you regret subjecting yourself to an interview with your with your roster? Not at all. Not at all. You know, it's it. I, oh, we're I'm not always, done. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's all in good fun, honestly. And uh, you know, why not? Everybody, you know, I, I I tend to not have a problem, you know, saying stuff and asking other people. So, you know, you gotta. You gotta take one for the team sometimes. Man, you know? you ain't <laughs> yeah. about that. Well, I mean, season one of the podcast has been pretty exciting. I know I haven't been able to quite listen to every interview once it gets published, but 
I try to catch up with it throughout the week and yeah, stuff like that. Luckily, I get to be at the house for most of these interviews, so <laughs> I'll be in the next room and I'll get to listen to, to people's goofy stories. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Talking about stories, there's been BB guns brought up three times. <laughs> hey, that was one of mine. You were one of them. Yeah. Oh, I have so many bad BB gun Man. stories. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can tell you, I, you know. One that was brought up in the last interview I did with Phil Luke uh, and stuff. Me and him, man, I grew up with him. And uh, I'm 13, he's 14. <laughs> and we, we had said this in the podcast, but I'll reiterate this. So, in town, the lady that the lady that had the biggest Christmas lights, I wanted to shoot them out. <laughs> you know, so we got CO2 pellet pistol out. Right. You know, and I'm hiding behind this Actually. great big oak tree with Phil and... Plink, 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 and I'm nailing these Christmas lights out. It's great big bulbs, and they're going pop, pop, pop. So I hand the pellet pistol to Phil, and he can't hit one. So he, I still get out there in the middle of the road, man. Get out there and shoot them some bitch, you know? So he steps out there, and he's all, you know, makes a good stance, and he, pow, and he finally gets one. He turns around, he's like, yeah, I got one. And the lady opens the front door. And, of course, she's yelling at him, giving him third degree. She never did see me. I'm hiding behind a big oak tree. You know, I mean, hell, I wasn't moving. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. So he got caught red-handed, huh? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty you shoot much. Your eye out. Yeah, you'll shoot your eye out. Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so, so we don't one. go on that block anymore. No, and you know, I haven't been down there in 25 years, so yeah, I'm scared of that lady. I know, that's... Yeah. So season one was pretty exciting. What do you expect out of season two of the Stixie podcast? So I've got plans, actually. Uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's sinister. You, you don't want to give it away, like, entirely right, without right giving now. It away. But, 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 give, us a, give us a little <laughs> sneaky peeky. Give sneaky us a little peaky? teaser for next season. Sticky's Cabana. Uh, Just the tip. Just the tip. That's right, baby. Don't ever give it all to him. Sticky's Cabana, musicians that come play at Sticky's Cabana. Ah, oh, so people yeah. who are like playing on the stage. Yeah, before the shows, during the meet and greets with the fan interactions. Nice. Yeah. That that's a, definitely sounds a little bit busier than uh, than some yeah. of the podcasts through the studio and. Yeah. Here at the cabana now and such. So. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm leaning towards because you know it'll it'll bring out a whole new side <laughs> to everything. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you know fan fan interactions, man. What? Why not? You know, I mean, I mean, I I spend hours watching Loudwire on YouTube, just watching like interviews with musicians and fan yep. interactions and like people that got pulled up on the stage to do stuff. Sometimes so. he watches the same interview multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Corey Taylor's someone to laugh at. What kind of? <laughs> he's got some witty things to say. Or Revere, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes it's like, why can't I think that fast? No, we yeah. found some pretty cool artists just sitting on YouTube. YouTube and scrolling random YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I know that as a performer myself live, one of my favorite things is to go out and talk to people when I'm done. And everybody comes oh. up and goes, oh, that was great. You know, you nice. said, oh, I love that song. Next time, do this one. Yeah. And uh, that's just one of my favorite parts about Fan it. Fan interactions. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that that's it's always fun for everybody, no matter what, you know. That's why I'm glad I'm behind the scenes, you know, because I get to live the rock star lifestyle. Right. 
without being on stage. But right, you still right. Everybody gets to see my yeah. art and stuff, but they don't got to see my face. That's right. But we had a bakery boy on stage and dump champagne on your head? Absolutely. Okay, okay. Me and Lucas both, you'll never know what we look like, but you'll see our artwork. Yeah. yeah. But with that being said, yeah. I know that people have approached you like during shows and stuff like that confirming you know who you are and yeah. that you own the record label and such like that what's that feel like to <laughs> kind of like just have someone come up and be like hey i know who you are and just not have a clue who they are yeah it happens a lot honestly um one thing that stands out a recent recent thing that stands out we had a show down at uh, the hall in jeff city Rest uh, in peace, the hall. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace, the hall. <laughs> Absolutely. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, and it, I think uh, it was actually you were playing, Jared, uh, with the Comancheros. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was a big show. That was a hell of that a show. That was yeah. great. And, uh, you know, and so I'm standing up near the door, and the uh, grave walks in. And I, had, I knew who they were. But I didn't know them exactly, you know, completely. Right. And they're like, you're sticky, man. How you doing? And I'm like, I- I'm fine. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Wait, wait a minute. Am I sticky? Am I sticky? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I haven't showered there. in a few days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that it, it's it's definitely strange when when people come up to you and they're like, Hey, you're the you're the main guy in charge here, or something. You know, you're the main one. And I'm like, uh huh, yeah, yeah. uh huh. So, so much for kind of being the backstage yeah, guy. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, Here's a card. Now walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's that's See, kind of that's what that's the good like. thing I'll about masks is nobody will know. Just wear your mask all the time. That's right. They won't know you're sticky. Nobody. Yeah, they will. I'm, a, they, I'm yeah, hard to. I'm hard. Uh, you know, I'm a large man. You know, <laughs> look for the large sleeved out dude in Kino yeah, and yeah. you probably found me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's definitely true. That's definitely. Right on. So I feel like that covers just about everything. Anybody else got any more questions for the HMFIC? For all the listeners out there wondering, HMFIC is military lingo for head motherfucker in charge. That's right. Yeah, I can't think of anything right now. I'm just looking forward to sort of playing some more shows out here. And we definitely you know, have it coming the up. The whole thing kicked off. It's going to be exciting. Should what? follow Three us weeks? all on our our Facebooks and Instagrams. Yes, plugs. Plug your social medias, guys. Stixie yeah. Records. Yeah, St- Morgan's Music. Yeah. Stone Lemonade artwork on both Facebook and Instagram. I take commissions and just enjoy people looking at my artwork, really. I love gratuity. (laughs) Then there's also Lot 67 Studios on Facebook. That'd be at Lot 67 Studios. Uh, we do all of, we do all the graphic design, a lot of the concept art, web design, and such for all of this to happen. We even do marketing. So make sure you hit us up if you're needing for any recording done or anything else for your uh, for your industry. Um, I'll, I'm Jared Evan. You can find me on Facebook with at Jared Evan Music, um, Sticky Records, yeah. and at Sticky Cabana. Yeah. Um, because I forgot to put an S on there, so it's just a <laughs> Sticky Cabana. It's a Sticky Cabana. That's right. And then let uh, us entertain you. And then also, you know, uh, got a Stick Z record, uh, stickzrecords.com, and uh, we also have a Stick Z record label at gmail.com. So, that's yeah. right. S T I C K Z. Guys, it's been a great season one. Yep. I cut good you job. No, nah, you're good. Um, also, keep an eye out for my website. That'll be getting put up soon, and it'll just be stone lemonade artwork all the way around. Uh, like Jared said, thank you guys for listening. 
See you in season two. Woo, woo, season one.